This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. It's gonna, it's gonna be May. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. Christmas, everybody. Welcome yes. to a special May episode of the Christmas Countdown Podcast Extraordinaire. You know, you might be <laughs> saying to yourself, why am I listening to a Christmas podcast in the middle of not even summer? It's not even summer yet. It's not even officially summer. Eric, Eric, anyone who listens to the show is not asking this question. Right, but you might be sitting with someone who's asking this question. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah. you know the answer. If you click this, you know what's going on. And we can tell by the engagement. Yesterday, Danny made a post asking you guys, hey, what should we talk about? We got so many responses, it's nuts. Incredible. We know that you guys in the Christmas Countdown Podcast community are engaged and are thinking about Christmas. And so we are happy to give you a little bit of content to fill that void that we're all feeling because I don't know about you, the 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 if there is such a thing as a Christmas hangover, like that mm. happens maybe in January, February, you're like, all right, I'm a little Christmas out, just a little bit. It is gone now. You are in full oh, on. Yeah. If you're like us, you are on full on anticipation for the holiday at this point <laughs> in the year. I've been singing the Christmas songs. I've been listening to yes. them in the car. I, I was in the car with my my good buddy, uh, Ray Lee, who is going to be the new... This is very exciting. I, I have to up-talk my friend. I haven't even said hello to Danny yet. He's sitting here waiting, it's and okay. I'm already talking about something else. I'm just laughing but, and saying, yes, yes, when's my turn? My uh, my buddy, Ray Lee, Raymond Lee, who is on uh, Kevin Kneff himself with me, uh, he plays the character of Sam. He's just crushing it in the game right now. He uh, just He's going to be in the Top Gun movie, and he was just went to the Top Gun from premiere, which I I helped style him for which was very exciting but uh he also just got announced that he's going to be the new lead in uh the picked up to series nbc reboot of quantum leap terribly exciting for him uh but we were in the car the other day and we were kind of exchanging music and you know i was like oh check out this band and he said oh listen to this band and one of the bands that i told him to listen to was johnny swim uh which we have talked about on this podcast before because they are a great band a husband and wife duo but they have some christmas music and he put on one christmas song and i was like oh look at this ray's listening to a little christmas music here in the (laughs) middle of uh, uh middle of spring and then I was like, you could uh, keep Christmas music going if you want. And he was like, <laughs> absolutely. And I was like, yes. And so then we were in the car and we listened to like eight or nine Christmas songs in a row. It was great. Oh, my gosh. Uh, happy happy days for me. You were supposed to drive to the grocery store and you found yourself five hours later in Las Vegas. Yep, because um, we had to keep the, the music going. Had to it's do like it. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas Christmas edition. I like that. <laughs> you I'd just see that movie. Drove, uh, we should do that. That should be yes. our movie. Yes, I like I'm in. That. I'll co-star in it. I'm in. Um, it. I'm so I'm so glad that we are here. You know, it's been a couple months uh, since we last recorded. I think our last yes. episode was in March. I was just looking that up the other day in preparation for this episode, and it feels very fitting to me that we are recording a Christmas episode in May. Some people may say that doesn't make any sense. The only thing we should talk about when it comes to May is like Mother's Day, flowers, and Justin Timberlake and NSYNC singing It's Gonna Be May. No. It's gonna be May. It's gonna be 
Merry Christmas. Yeah. Ding. Right. Put ding, it up. Ding, baby. That's this a good is our one. Merry Christmas episode. And I want I want everybody out there listening to our show to post something on your social media, primarily Instagram, something, a picture of you with your family at Christmas, maybe some Christmas lights, maybe, you know, a, a picture of our our new show art, which we just dropped. And we want you to hashtag it. Hashtag it. <laughs> what am I even That's saying? That's pretty cool. It's like a tag. <laughs> Like a, we want you to attack the hashtag. We want hashtag you to it. attack that hashtag. Hashtag it. Uh, we want you to hashtag your post. Hashtag Merry Christmas. Let's see if we can get this wave of excitement around yes. the holiday season happening in May. I, I, I believe in our listeners. I believe in these massively merry people that come on this journey with us. That they will. That they will latch onto it. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. I just teased it a second ago that we have new show art, Eric, which we just revealed yes. on our social media channels. If you're not following us on social, please do so. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also follow us at Pod on Twitter. We have brand new show art. I'm really stoked about it. I, I think it really captures the essence of who we are, our energy, and it's original. It's it's sort of like an NFT um, because we're the yes. only ones in the world that own it, right? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, uh, you could just take a screenshot. <laughs> you looked at me like I have. You're speaking makes, uh, foreign that, language to me right now. <laughs> well, no. Here's the thing: the, the NFT world is very uh, interesting to me, but it makes me laugh that I read an article the other day that was saying that like NFT owners are getting angry when people are screenshotting their art, and they're like, "But I own that. <laughs> I paid seven hundred thousand dollars for that picture, and you're not supposed to screenshot it because now I own it, and you you're supposed to pay me a royalty when you take a picture of it." And people aren't doing that. And so the entire what did they idea think was going to happen is, is interesting to me because it seems just insane. But yeah, that's a that's a different podcast. I, I have I very specific feelings on on NFTs. I think it's ridiculous. But if we had made but if, you but if we NFTs? had made like a million dollars from NFTs, we'd be like, NFTs are awesome, man. You guys just don't get if it. you don't get the blockchain, bro. You gotta get the blockchain, it's the, it's bro. The future. You if you don't have it, you're missing out. It's the future, man. That being said, if you uh, are someone who mints NFTs and you think you can make a, a couple mil off of our art, give us a call. We are Let in. Know. Yes, Eric, you mentioned at the beginning uh, of this episode that we put out this message on our social media. We posted it on our Instagram stories, you know, asking people, well, letting them know first and foremost that we were getting together to record this very yeah. special stocking stuffer episode, our Merry Christmas episode, and we wanted to know what you, our listeners, wanted to hear us talk about. You know, you're used to us doing countdowns on the show, so if you're just hearing for the first time, Christmas Countdown, we do, like, top tens every single episode, from songs to movies to characters to Santa. We we cover it all. Um, but this episode is it's going to break the format a little bit, and we're really giving the power to our listeners, to the, the Christmas people. Countdown crew, to the power to the people. And we just got inundated with responses on our Instagram, people wanting us to talk about a myriad of topics. So I think, you know, Eric, you mentioned this earlier. We were talking before the show and we we're like, how are we going to tackle this? And you said, well, let's just sort of go through response by response and maybe just, just offer our thoughts. Yeah. Then just touch on them, you know, sort of like when, uh, you know, you see a gift under the tree that like you have a feeling as to what it is. And you're like, well, I just need yeah. to move this over here a little bit just to make a little bit more room. And then you feel that it's it's really light. And you're like, oh, 
Okay. okay. That's a decoy box. That's a decoy box. Yep. Got it. But uh, so let's start. I'm going to start with um, the first one that's popping up on my list here. Um, sure. And I think this is a great one to start with, frankly. It says, what are the, and we're not going to do the top 10, but we're just going to sort of cover this. The This person is um, miss.chocolate.96. And miss.chocolate wants to know, uh, what are the top 10 ways to keep the Christmas spirit alive all year? Great question. Uh, I mean, I'd say obviously the easy answers would be music and movies, right? Listen, put it on a a Christmas playlist uh, is a great way. The other, I mean, other ways is that I think that we talked a lot about on the podcast is while the music and the movies are great, the thing that I think really makes Christmas be the holiday that you and I love so much and so many of our listeners love so much is it's the magic at Christmas. It's the way that people mm. just have a, a, are a little bit nicer and are a little bit more kind to others and are in a giving spirit. And so I think that the more you can look for those little moments in the in the year that are not necessarily warranted or not uh, requested, but just find that little moment that you can you know give somebody uh, a gift for no reason at all or mm. help somebody with their groceries or you know help somebody if they're trying to open the trunk of their car and they got a bunch of stuff just go up and say hey can I get that for you help you out just like look for those little small moments of kindness that make Christmas so special but look for them uh, throughout the year that'd be my answer I love that my first answer is going to be incredibly uh, self-serving and that is going to be uh, listen to Christmas countdown show absolutely it's a great way to, I know a lot of you have messaged us saying, hey, I'm on my like third time through the show. I'm on my fourth time through the show. And, and I, I'll tell you very honestly that when we launched this show last year in October, mind you, I didn't expect it to get the response like the Harry Potter books do, where like people are like, I'm, I'm reading them for the seventh time <laughs> now. I feel like that's sort of what our show has become, which is incredible. So, yeah. you know, I think the great thing about our show is that it is evergreen. Like you could go, if you love Christmas and you just want to get a, a feeling of the spirit and the season and that conversation, you could put on some old episodes and, and listen to them right now. Um, outside of that, I think, you know, what, what Eric shared is, you know, this idea of like, this question from Miss Chocolate was the spirit. Um, and I think, you know, you have to start, I think, by asking yourself, what is the spirit of Christmas to you? And once you have that answer, I think then that's going to reveal to you some opportunities that you can find in your day-to-day life that make you feel connected to the spirit of Christmas. For some people, that is the music. For some people, that is the thoughtful gift giving. For some people, that is the movies. I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot of ways for some people, it's just like, like Eric was saying, it's just like, you know, looking out for one another and, and smiling at a stranger on the street and wishing somebody a, a good day. I feel like that's something that happens so much more around the holiday season. So let's right. bring that into everyday life. And also, frankly, one thing you could do, and I just did this recently, was I was at uh, down in Orlando for, for an event and I went to Disney Springs. And at Disney Springs, they have a Christmas store. So yes. could you possibly find a Christmas store nearby? You know, I think there's a lot of ways. And this is going to turn into a top 10 very quickly. So I'm just going to stop myself <laughs> right now because we have a lot more. I think we have like 16 or 20 of these to get through. But that's, uh, Miss Chocolate, That that's a couple ideas uh, to keep the Christmas spirit alive all year. Eric, do you want me to keep reading these off or do you have the yeah, um, yeah. the next one handy? All right. So the next one, this uh, is coming from, yeah. oh, you, you have it or you want me to read it? 
I do have it. I can read it myself. Okay. Here we go. Next one is. Perfect. Uh, well, uh, Helene Foster says, anything and everything. You guys are awesome. We love you, Helene. Big, big Aww. fan of ours. Uh, Helene so thank is you incredible. Yes. I need to give uh, a shout out to Helene, Eric. I need to yes. give a shout out. So Helene reached out to me uh, about a month or so ago because I had posted that I was going to Orlando on my personal um, social media. And Helene lives right. in Florida. Yeah. And Helene reached out to some various schools and educational institutions on my behalf of my children's book series to connect us with some people down in Florida. And I'm actually going to be speaking um, with an organization called JAFCO, J-A-F-C-O, speaking with parents uh, of children uh, and caregivers of children with disabilities oh, coming cool. up here in early June. And that all came through Helene. So huge, That's huge so shout awesome. out to Helene. Uh, greatly appreciate that. you. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yes, uh, I'm a fan as well. Uh, and then we got uh, Abuela Affair. Abuela Affair uh, says Wait, ideas. I don't for think new... that's what that says. That's not what that says. Um, that's not. This is not a grandmother this, affair. It's a bobble is... affair. Yep. 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 It says a bobble <laughs> affair. A bobble <laughs> affair. A bobble affair. I don't do too good with the reading. Uh, we were just recording oh, uh, our parenting podcast, and I oh. said uh, spinach louvre, <laughs> and and uh, Danny was like, "I think it's spinach lover." And uh, yeah, so uh, don't don't count on me to read these uh, screen names. A little did uh, I know Abuela... I was co-hosting these shows with the Swedish chef. <laughs> Abuela affair says um, no, ideas. a bobble affair, <laughs> a bobble affair. Sorry, a bobble affair says ideas. For new Christmas traditions. So I would say if you're an abuela and you're looking to like spice up your love life. Um, oh, sorry. I'm reading this no, wrong. Okay. No. Sorry. Abort. Let me fix this. Okay. Ideas for new Christmas traditions. I, I'll stop everybody. I, I apologize. Um, no, but that's a great question. Ideas for new Christmas traditions. Well, I always think anything that uh, you can do, anything that you can do, whether it be a picture or like, uh, you know, marking how tall your kids are at Christmas time mm -hmm. every year, or a picture in the same place, or like a family picture where you always stand in the, you know, with like all your aunts and uncles and everybody stands in the same place. Anytime you can do something that will then show you the passage of time mm -hmm. later is great. You yeah. know, I have this great picture of me and all of my cousins. I have a, a lot of cousins on my mom's side, and we have a picture from when we were all. I mean, we have a very wide scope of how old we all are, but like a picture from 15 years ago of all of us sitting on the stairs at one of my uncle's houses and then like 15 years later and how much all of us have grown, but we all sat in the same spots. It's such a cool tradition and it's, it's you know, it takes some planning, but trust me, when you look back on it, you'll really uh, appreciate it. So I think anything that you can do that marks the passage of time and uh, lets you look back and kind of see how things have changed and stayed the same is is a good thing that's really cool now when you i love that idea of like uh measuring your kids on on christmas day yeah do you do that like do you have somewhere where you keep track of that in your house sadly we've moved so many times it's actually uh, not to get all depressing but like it is uh one of the legitimately things that i think about and feel sad about in my life is mm -hmm. that because we've moved so much we don't have like that door jam or door frame that like has our kids uh heights we did buy a couple of years ago 
a like a ruler, like one of those kind of big rulers that you hang on, right. you know, just a nail in the wall. And we've been writing our kids on our, our kids' heights on that one because then we can just sort of bring that with us. But uh, yeah, we don't do it on on the uh, walls because we just have moved so many times. Yeah, we have one of those uh, the big ruler things as well. Actually, we're on our second one now. Um, because the first one, uh, when it got delivered, I think we ordered it through Etsy or something like that. And it mm. arrived in the middle of a rainstorm and we weren't home. Now it was sitting out on the porch. It was covered, but because there was so much moisture in the air, mm. the wood soaked up all the moisture. So when I opened it, the, the wood was bowed. And I tried yeah. like so many different ways of like trying to flatten it out, like putting like sandbags on it. I read this thing about like trying to get it moist again and 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 heating it up and then pressing yeah. down it. Nothing, nothing helps. So I went to the hardware store, and you could do this as well. You know, you parent at home who wants to measure your child, you can go and just have them custom cut some lumber for you. Yeah. Get yourself a two by four, and uh, and then I, there's these stencils that you can get. Uh, I got them through Amazon, which has like essentially the ruler markings for, you know, one foot, two foot, three foot, and then you just take a Sharpie, boom, 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 you're ready to rock. But uh, what I was thinking, and I, th this is this is the fun thing about our show, is that like we can just sort of let, let our creative juices flow, is that on Christmas when you measure your kids, like could you, rather than using like the standard pen or like we have these stickers that we use with our kids' initial on them, could you have something that's like specific to Christmas Day measurement? Like get some, like a strand of lights, uh, sticker mm, or something like, like that, that and write it in red and green, you know, like that would be super fun. I think that'd be a cool like tradition. Um, but I do I like love that. your idea of the, the picture. Like, I think the picture is so vital. And when you're a kid, you know, you don't really understand like why your parents ever, you're like, come on, let's, we got to get the picture. Got to get the family right. picture. And you're like, Oh my God, I just want to play with my cousins. But then you get older and you look back on all those pictures and then you become a parent and you go, Oh yeah this treasure this really means a lot it's yeah, yeah these are the things that you that you hold dear for sure i think those are two great ones and i don't even know if i can necessarily one up you on that i mean i guess my answer would be um listen to the christmas countdown show every Love it. every christmas season <laughs> anyway thank you a bobble affair for that uh, that submission <laughs> moving on this one is mamaria <laughs> m a m m M M M A R I A. Mamaria. I like that. I wonder if they're a fan of Good. like uh Super Mario. So Maybe. they their entry was top things to do when you are missing Christmas. Uh I feel like this ties back to, you know, ways to keep the Christmas spirit alive. Yeah. You know, for me, like I think it's a reframing. I don't think it's necessarily things like tangible things that like you can do, like go visit Santa Claus or whatever. Right. I think Lean into those feelings because I think the fact that you are missing Christmas means that Christmas matters to you and that you have people that you love celebrating Christmas with. You have traditions that you love. So maybe in those moments, shift the framework rather than missing it, being grateful for all of the Christmas memories that you have been able to create and how much that time of year means to you. I like that I like one. That. What, do you, what do you think about that, Eric? I think that's great. I think, you know, everything that we've been saying is is uh, applicable here. You know, listen to the Christmas Countdown podcast, listen to music, listen to, <laughs> listen to watch movies. You know, these are all sort of falling under the same thing. All right, here's one from Enjoying Christmas. So they are, they're, 
their uh, screen name is already Christmas, so we know that they're real fans. Uh, they say, yeah. talk about Christmas in July and best ways to save money for Christmas presents. I would say, uh, first of all, I love the Christmas in July is like become a real thing. Like, I feel like people used to say it as sort of a joke, like, oh, let's do Christmas in July. But now, like, you know, Hallmark <laughs> Channel runs all their Christmas movies in July. People have Christmas in July parties. I love that that's like a thing. Uh, so keep going with that. In regards to best ways to save money for Christmas presents, here's what I would say. Make your list of who you think you're going to get Christmas presents for now, right now. Mm. And if you have that list, the better, the best presents, and I think Danny would attest to this because he is an excellent gift giver, are the oh, things that actually you. really are perfect for a person. And I, I know that I'm definitely guilty of this at times giving even people that I, I really love, you know, parents or my wife even, or something like that, giving them presents that aren't necessarily like, Oh, this is perfect for them. It was more, it was Christmas time. I went to the mall. What would they like? Oh, I think they'd like this. Right. And it, it's still, that's still a great gift to give, but there right. are those presents that you know, that you have either gotten or have given to people where you're like, I found this six months ago when I was randomly in the St. Louis airport and it just had to be yours. And a lot of times those gifts are not going to be as expensive as if it's now, you know, December 15th and you're like, shoot, I got to get something for my parents. Uh, let's get them this nice like wine glass set, which, you know, then right. ends up costing, you know, $150 and you got to ship it. And it's a whole thing. So like make your list now and just like put it up on your refrigerator or something like that with a little check mark box by each name. And then even if like for a week, you're just like, hey, this week, I'm not going to go anywhere special. But while I'm out this week, I'm going to look for something for my brother. I'm going to see if I can find anything mm. that jumps out at me as, oh, this would be great for my brother. And if it doesn't, fine, you don't get anything. But like looking for gifts now is going to help you get more personalized, better gifts that usually are going to be cheaper in, in regards to giving presents at Christmas. That's my advice. I think I think that's brilliant. You know, we talked about that on, on Christmas Countdown, which you alluded to, you know, when we were, you know, in the thick of it last Christmas season. And I think the idea of not waiting until, you know, Thanksgiving or early December to start doing your Christmas shopping is is vital. Yeah. Um, you know, because these people, your parents, your siblings, your kids, your significant other, these people are all going to be around, you know, for the most part when the Christmas season comes rolling around. So there's there's nothing wrong with getting them something now and saving it for later, which I think is a way of saving money because if you're spreading out the money that you're spending from, you know, April to December rather than just across five weeks between November and December, then, you know, it's sort of like, you know, saving $10 a week rather than thinking about it as saving $50 a month. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's, it's a lot less intimidating when you're looking at a smaller amount or one gift at a time spread out over 10 months. So I think that's one great bit of advice. And, you know, when uh, Enjoying Christmas brought up, you know, Christmas in July, I got to thinking, I was like, what why is there Christmas in July? I don't think I'd ever looked into that. I know it was just like you said, Eric, it was some like phrase that I heard when I was a kid and there would right. be like, I don't know, Christmas parties in July. But the reason behind it is because the Southern hemisphere, it is their winter season in July. So that's where the whole idea of like Christmas in July comes from is them getting the winter feel 
you know, at that time of year, which is in the northern hemisphere when, you know, it's Christmas time. It's cold. So I yeah. thought it was just people who were missing Christmas. And were like, <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait another six months. Dude, that is exactly what I thought too. But I was also like, do they not know how to do math? Because June 25th is halfway to Christmas. Why'd they wait till July? Yeah, I didn't really get true. it, but now I do. And speaking of, we are about a month away from the halfway point to Christmas. So I feel like we'd be remiss if we did not bring that up. I mean, right now, uh, as of the day that we are recording this, we are only 228 days away from Christmas, oh which my is, gosh. I mean, it, that's crazy. We are rocketing, rocketing to Christmas. And speaking <laughs> of just the crisp portion of Christmas, I do feel like we should mention that there is a third person uh, here as a part of this recording situation yes. today. And that is Mr. Chris Sisley, who I'm sure many of you know from the Christmas Time in the City podcast an excellent podcast an excellent podcast eric and i were both guests on the show and chris has been helping us produce and edit our parenting countdown and he is now jumping into the fold with christmas countdown as well let's give it up everybody for christmas sisley christmas sisley Sicily. Nice. i love it hello everybody i'm here chris, now too chris i i have to ask um because your your wife's name is chris as well mm-hmm. were you guys always like massive Christmas fans because there's just something so perfect about a Chris and a Chris marrying each other who are Christmas fans and host a Christmas podcast like that's incredible I think so we we have some pictures of ourselves when we were much younger we've been together since 2001 so okay, for nice. a real long time and we've uh we've got some fun pictures of us around Christmas trees but I don't think we really like started to like fully engage on Christmas until we moved to New York City and then I think maybe just because we were by ourselves and we were looking for something to do and also try, maybe trying to relive the moments of our childhoods, Christmases. And so I think a lot of that had to do with us being up here and being away from our families. And so yeah. now it's just flourished into this gigantic obsession of ours. I love that. I just had an love idea that. for you guys to do at your apartment, if you don't already do this mm-hmm. already, is because you're both named Chris, you should have a second smaller Christmas tree where all of the ornaments have pictures of famous Chris's on them and you call it your Chris Miss Tree. It's your Christmas tree. Well, New York City apartments are famously small, so I probably won't do that. Okay. <laughs> but what well, if you get like, like one of the mini tree, ones? A little like, tree. It's a, like a real small one. Yeah. Like a table topper and you get like Chris Cuomo and Christopher Columbus and <laughs> Those are let's, the two. Just, let's just start with all <laughs> the controversial Rock. people right out of the gate. <laughs> Chris Rock <laughs> I was thinking like Chris Pratt, uh, Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, yeah, all, all the Chris's, Chris Hemsworth, Chris, a- Chris Angel, Chris Angel. Are you ready? <laughs> you could have Chris Kringle on there, and then picture of you, Robin. I, yeah, well, I, I mean, guess I got to do it now. Right. You have to, and if it doesn't happen, <laughs> you're out of here. No, um, no. That anyway. Um, welcome, funny. welcome to the party, Chris. <laughs> we are so thrilled to have you here, and I'm sure many listeners are glad yeah. that you're here as well. Because I know there's a lot of crossover in the Christmas podcast community. So, so welcome to the party. All right, let, let's keep this rocking because I know we got a lot to get through, and we've already been chatting for 30 minutes. If you're a fan of the show, you're not surprised. Um, all right, so this next one comes to us from Reagan Rutland, and Reagan wants to know. I don't know if this is like a, a debate topic because it says Christmas songs versus Christmas hymns. So I'm going to interpret that as which do I prefer? And I'm sure, you know, this is going to ruffle some feathers with the Christmas countdown crew. But I 
I'm a Christmas songs over Christmas hymns person. I I just not not because I have anything against religion or, you know, Christianity because I grew up in the church. And even as I say that, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I could I don't know if I could go without Silent Night and Joy to the World at Christmas time. But what I love about Christmas songs versus Christmas hymns is Christmas hymns are like locked in. Like when was the last time a new Christmas hymn came out? You know what I mean? Like hymns are like they haven't been updated since like 1950. But like Christmas songs, every year you can get some new Christmas songs. So I, for me, it's like true. if I was stranded on a desert island and I had to choose Christmas songs or Christmas hymns, I would choose Christmas songs because it would always be evolving and growing. You know, like I wouldn't be locked into just listening to these 20 songs over and over again. So that, that's right. my take. What about you, Eric? You know, you know Danny, uh, bless your heart. And, um, <laughs> uh, you you can you've walked yourself out onto a pretty uh narrow plank there. <laughs> I myself find hymns to be the most rewarding spiritually and uh and melodically. No, I I do this is a hard question. Uh because there are so many great Christmas songs and especially great modern Christmas songs, but I I do think that I might say hymns. Really? Because I do feel like one of the things that is most special to me at Christmas is the traditional aspect of it. Mm. And so I think the hymns really bring that, you know, there's something about singing silent night or Oh come all ye faithful or Oh holy night. And like, that just feels like the reason for the season. And, and so I, I mean, that is a, a very tough one to, to, to figure out, but I, if forced to pick, I might go hymns. Okay. That's fair enough. You know, fair enough. I look, I know that there are plenty of amazing Christmas hymns that I love. And I think of the moment when I'm singing those songs. But, you know, I think Christmas songs, I don't know. There's just I love the idea that w what's going to be the new banger this year? You know, like sure, what's sure. going to be the new Candy Cane Lane? That's what I want to know. Candy cane lane. <laughs> this is what I lay in bed thinking about between uh, December 26th and like um, October 31st. Oh, I love it. Every year. You know what? what's really exciting is mm. right now, as we speak, there may be this next year's great Christmas song mm. being recorded or written. Yes. Just think about it. They're probably going to record it in like mid mid-june maybe july so that it's yeah. ready to go and it's all pre-packaged and they got the marketing you know program all set yeah. up yeah yeah i used to dream of that when i was in a boy band like us recording our christmas album i just loved the idea yes. of like walking into the studio and having the the lights you know hang like they would decorate the studio right. for christmas just to get the vibe so it feels but it would like, be like yeah, yeah. 90 degrees outside but you'd walk in and it'd be a little <laughs> dim and there'd be like jingle bells jingling in the air and you'd be like it's Christmas time, baby. My boy band never made it to that level, uh, unfortunately. So Damn. I know. But hey, you know, maybe maybe you and I, Eric, maybe we can do our own Christmas album. That's what if true. we did like uh, an amalgamation of like, you know, like kids groups like Cuckoo Kangaroo meets like uh, uh, movie Christmas sort of vibe? Could be cool. Could, be, could cool. be cool. You don't seem totally convinced. Yeah. I'm not totally convinced yet, but you know, we'll uh, let's put I do a appreciate your honesty. And uh, we'll talk we'll talk about it over golf. How's that? Oh, sound? so we're never going to talk about it. Perfect. Um <laughs> no, any no. <laughs> All right, moving on. 
this next one came from uh, Reagan Rutland as well, and it was uh, wanting to know about Christmas traditions, which we covered. So um, I think we should move on yep. to, to the next one. What do we got, Eric? Uh, this is from Beefy g82 do you celebrate christmas in july we kind of talked about that but uh yeah i think that we do uh, i've never gone like the full out like decorating the house for it but uh i know some people that do um but i think that uh that's a if you're if you're up for that more power to you. i was talking to somebody actually the other just uh the other day who said that they still have two christmas trees up in their house what uh currently because yeah she said really? uh, she's actually a famous a- she was a famous actress and she told me this and really? she uh yeah she's uh, an actress from Superstore uh really? she w- we were talking about Christmas yeah i was talking about her we'll have her on as a guest we got i was about to say um, like if she's that big of a christmas obsessed person she yeah, has to yeah. be on this show yeah. i well i was telling her all about our christmas podcast and how it was uh uh super fun and that she should check it out and she said i'm a huge christmas person and i said great so yeah that will be uh, and we'll announce that at some point once we get her. Oh, exciting! I also at this same event I saw our friend Sela, who we did. Oh, uh, did you really our podcast with? Uh, yes, Sela, Sela V. So we were Sela, Sela V. That's right. Um, but yeah, um, I was just gonna okay, say so that Eric, was. Do you celebrate Christmas in July? Go ahead. Yes, but I was gonna say ahead. is like it sounds like you're you're uh, you know sort of like street team promoting our show out you know in yeah. the world right now and i'm doing the same i when i was just in orlando a couple weeks ago i was at like uh, an author's event and one of the people i was speaking to i don't know how it came up but i was like are you a christmas fan and she goes i am obsessed with christmas and i said you're gonna need to pull out your phone right now and uh look up christmas yeah. countdown show and just gonna want to tap that subscribe button um so we do as far as i know since we last recorded we at least have one new subscriber so shout out to bailey yes. um, from tennessee who uh might be the newest member of the christmas countdown crew and i have to admit something eric this just dawned on me yesterday i did something okay. that i always promised myself growing up even into adulthood that i would never do and that is, I've left Christmas lights up Ooh. at my house. And they're Off, not the, on the front up. of the house. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. so, Ooh. so. Are we know, talking know, colored this, or are we talking white? These are colored. These are multicolored Ooh. lights. <laughs> Ooh, Danny. But Spicy here Danny. we go. Here we go. They are in my backyard. They are not on the front okay. of the house. They're not visible okay. to anyone uh, except for you know, people who come over at night or my neighbors. And reason being is I have like those cafe lights hanging over my patio in the backyard. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? Christmas just needs to explode all over this place. So I hung some of those multicolored little bulb lights, you know, along the wire that I have going across my patio. And I sort of like right. them in like a lo- like swoopy design, you know, light to light sort of situation. And when I was taking down the Christmas decorations, I had those lights on at night because we only really turn them on like if we're hanging out in the backyard or, you know, my dog's out there at night. And I looked at them. I was like, it doesn't really look bad. And I'm just going to put them up again next year. So. Right. Why take them down? And the justification begins. I, I did. I totally did. <laughs> I promised myself that I would never do that, but they are up. And I'll tell you, I did have the thought yesterday when I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, are they going to lose the impact when Christmas comes around this year? 
because yeah. I'm just I've become yeah. so used to seeing them on in my backyard. Do I now need to add additional decorations to the backyard to really yes. make it pop? Yes. Okay. Okay. Noted. Yes. Honey, I'm buying more Christmas stuff. <laughs> She's like, stop. <laughs> um, that was good. That's good. Uh, okay. um, all right. So where are we at here? We got uh, Alexander Row 10 says, honestly, anything Christmas, LOL, Santa face. Love that. That's what we're doing, Alexander. So hopefully you're enjoying that. Then we got somebody named Scotty Phillips. Scotty's a very loyal fan. Scotty likes, I think, everything we post and comments on everything we post. Uh, Scotty is very, very loyal. So I want to give a big shout out to Scotty. Oh, Scotty did our next two answers. So this is good. Uh, He says, top most Christmassy things about Christmas and not sure what more I can do about Christmas movies. But gosh, talking about them is the best. You're right. <laughs> you are right, Scotty. We will find different ways to basically just keep talking about Christmas movies. We'll make yes. different ways that we can uh, list them out. But yeah, we're just going to keep talking about them. But in regards to the most Christmassy things about Christmas, mm. if I would do my top three, I would say I'm going to go sounds, number one. Sounds meaning... Sounds as in like what? Like So I'm saying like the... Th- the most Christmassy part of Christmas is the way it sounds, okay. and that's including Christmas music, the sound of like jingle bells, the sound mm. of like people walking through the streets uh, uh, and like a shopping place, and the sort of like hum of that. So I'm gonna go sounds mm. number one. I'm gonna go sights number two. I'm talking looking at Christmas movies, Christmas lights, those two things alone, and then I'm gonna go taste number three. Most mm. Christmassy part of Christmas is eating Christmas cookies and candy canes and hot chocolate. Wow. Those are good. I feel like that needs to be its own top 10, I right? It because it, yeah, it opens it, you know, it's that. not just about songs. It's not just about movies. And there are things yeah. that are so particular. It almost has a little flavor of like the ultimate Christmas list that we did. Of yeah. like It could be songs, could be movies, could be experiences, whatever. Could be whatever yeah. It could be whatever. Yeah, I mean, sounds is great because when you said that, I immediately thought about just like sitting in your family room or your living room or whatever, or even like your uncle's living room or whatever on Christmas Day when all the family has sort of had their morning festivities and then everybody comes together. And then just, I've noticed I do this more as I get older is like either just closing your eyes and just listening Mm-hmm. To the sound of like the giggling of cousins down the hallway, the football game on the TV, the the you know the ants in the kitchen, you know clanging plates together as they're like putting together you know Christmas dinner. Yeah, that that one sounds yeah. is great. Like you know tapping into senses like that's because even as I'm saying sounds immediately I think of smells. I think of the right. smell of you know the the you know the ham or the bird cooking in the oven but also just like that dance that's done at the house that's hosting christmas of like because they're preparing like the main dish but then you have like seven other family members who are like i've got the green bean casserole and this needs to go in at 375 degrees for 20 minutes like okay well we got to do the potatoes and like you sort of do that dance of like mixing everything in and just the aroma the aroma that exists around the holiday season not just I'm not just talking about at my house on Christmas Day. I'm talking about when I go to Starbucks uh, and and the you know sure. I know you're not a big coffee guy, deal. Eric, but um, you know the the various 
you know, flavors, the mint that's in the air, going into stores and, and smelling, you know, the different fragrances of like the Christmas tree smells or cinnamon or whatever it might be. It's, um, I think I might go, I think aromas might be number one for me of like the most Christmassy mm. thing about Christmas. It might be aromas because it's universal. I like that. It's everywhere you sure. go. Anyway, that's a great one. I don't want to. I don't want to give too many because I don't want to spoil an eventual list. Because I think yeah. I think Scotty, you have now inspired a top ten for season two of Christmas Countdown Show, which Definitely. will be coming in a matter of months. Eric, I mean, really, we're so we're close. only about five months away from season two, Woo! which is less than half a year. So that's right. You do the math, because um, I don't want to. All right. Thank you, Scotty, for that. Uh, this next one comes to another for, to us from another very loyal listener who I know is always engaged on social media, and their name is I Am Tridog. And uh, this seems to be a very common question we're getting from people. Tridog wants to know, wait until July and do huge Christmas in July special? That's a great question. I mean, for me, I feel like I would lean less into Christmas in July if I had to choose and more into halfway to like, you know, people like to celebrate their half birthday. I feel like June 25th needs to become a time when people celebrate because we're halfway to Christmas, right. right? Do you agree? It's I, I do agree. There's just something that doesn't roll off the tongue as well about Christmas in June, Christmas on June 25th. Oh, as Christmas in Chris, July just Chris rolls wants to time. chime in. Chris has a thought. I have, uh, as a Christmas podcaster, I've been in the game for a few years, guys. So <laughs> I know it's fun. <laughs> Tell us all about it, Chris. <laughs> June 25th is actually known as Leon Day, which is Noel backwards. And also, the 25th of every month is known as Rudolph Day. Really? Mm hmm. Okay. I like that. Why did they choose Rudolph? Do we know that? Because Dasher didn't sound as good. Yeah. <laughs> Ding. Uh, <laughs> but I kind of like Dasher because it's like we're dashing to Christmas. Dasher Day actually sounds pretty awesome. It, it does. does sound or, pretty good. Or I like Don, the alliteration. Donder Day. Yeah. Donder Day kind of sounds nice because Christmas yeah, is just all yonder. The stuff about is it Donner or Donder, and then people are confused. Yeah, you gotta and skip then it. People are sending out emails and they don't match, and then it's the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this year we need to do. What could we do, listeners? Could we host like a virtual halfway to Christmas party on June 25th? Should we? Yes. Would we? Will we? Dasher Day. Dasher Day. Come? Let us know. Oh my gosh. I'm I am so Do they is there a, is there a platform where you can like see people where like you could I mean, I guess you could go like lot you could do like an Instagram live and then people can like jump in where you have to like accept them as guests. We could do but, that, or we could do Zoom. You could have up to 100 people on Zoom. Mm -hmm. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Have a big our Zoom listeners, party. are you interested in this? Like, if if we were to host a halfway to Christmas party, which we'll just call our Dasher Day party, would you attend? Would you attend? I, I don't know why I it, sat we'll there in silence as if they were all going to answer me in that moment. But <laughs> It's like um, we were, like, on a children's <laughs> show. We're like, how much is four plus three? That's right. Seven. Seven. <laughs> but hopefully all of the listeners were in their cars or whatever shouting, yes, yes, shouting out. Yes. Yes, the answer. So love it. message us on social media. Um, let us know, would you attend a Dasher Day party? Because 
And uh, you know, I've already got lights hung in my backyard, so I think oh, I think geez, we're ready, Eric. We I'll I'll host it here, Eric. I think I feel like you and I would need to be in the same physical space, though. Yeah, we can do that. Can we? we? Can do that. Um, yeah, I know. I know we have a quota of like two physical hangouts a year. Um, so I don't know if we want to, we haven't played golf together yet this year. So I don't know if we want to spoil one of those. Oh hangouts. my gosh. Here we go again with the golf. You know we are going to golf, Danny. I promise. Okay. Do you know what I want I for Christmas this year? A, one round of golf with me or your you home alone it. hat? Uh, both. I want you to bring my home alone hat that you <laughs> promised me six months ago. I'm looking at it <laughs> right a... now. It's, I'm laying are in my really? bed and I'm looking at it. Yeah. You live like 20 but, miles from me. I know, but I just don't want to get up to like pick it up and show it to you in the camera. But I can see. I it. don't need to see it on the camera. I want to wear it on my head. <laughs> I'm showing you proof of life. Um, all right, here we go. This is, uh, I believe, this is our last one here. This is from Candy, and this is not our last Dram. one. We have two more after this. Oh, Candy, Candy and Dram forever, uh, and okay. they just say Christmas cookies. We could talk about like top ten Christmas cookies. I mean, for me, as I, I believe I've met, I've mentioned before, the most important part of the Christmas cookies are the cinnamon uh, uh, imperials, the little Ugh. red cinnamon dots. Yuck. The best part of Christmas cookies. Yuck. Which I need to start ordering now because I could not find them last <laughs> Christmas and it, it almost ruined Christmas for me. <laughs> what other ones I, do we have? What other comments do we have, Danny? Oh. What about my feelings about Christmas cookies? <laughs> oh, tell me. Tell me how you feel about Christmas Well, if you're cookies. like, I'm just going to talk about Christmas Imperials and how I need to go order them, and then we're moving on. I just um, feel like that's the most important part of Christmas cookies, if we're I feel about. like that is wrong. Oh, so, boy. Here we go. I Here's the thing. I'm not a huge sweets person, which I know we've talked about here on Christmas Countdown before, but I yes. do like um, shortbread cookies. Have you ever had shortbread cookies so at Christmas time? Yes. Like th- some will have like just the red glittery, you know, yes. little I'm, sprinkles I'm and you. some have the green and they, they yes. do the fork to like make like the crisscross yep. pattern on the top. And always best coming out of a tin. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Or peanut butter cookies are really, really good as well. Sure. They are so mm, yum. If I had to pick like two Christmas cookies, I think, I think those are the ones that I would pick for sure. Love it. All right. So. Christmas cookies. Love it. Uh, we, maybe we should do an episode like top 10 Christmas desserts or something like that this season. What That's good. Yeah. If you yeah. guys, if you're listening right now and you have thoughts, obviously, you know, we did a lot of themes season one and we want to keep this show going for as long as possible. If you have themes that you think would be great top tens, please DM them to us so we can Send put them, them on the list um, for season two. All right. Next one comes to us from, this is from Alexis Juswick. Or Juswick, and I think this is a similar question to one we've received, and I, I love that so many people are curious about this because I feel like this speaks to our listener base and how they just want to be in the Christmas mood all year. And Alexis says, how do you keep the Christmas spirit throughout the entire year? Um, and, and we touched on that. I think there's, there's a lot of ways you can go about it, but I think the best place to start is like, what does Christmas mean to you? And what feels yep. like Christmas, and once you identify that, because what you know, what feels like Christmas to Eric, and what feels like Christmas to me, like, you know, Eric likes cinnamon dots. If you put a bowl of cinnamon dots in front of me, I dump them in the trash. Um, you know, Blast just being me. honest be- between some friends here, or I would send them to Eric anyway. They would probably get to him before I get my hat, because 
Probably, probably true. That, that's what friends are for. Probably true. Anyway, uh, well, you know, there's a lot of uh, supply uh, supply chain issues, and uh, that's why you haven't gotten your hat. Oh, okay. So, so there's no more cardboard boxes in the world. Got it. Yep. Yep. That's, what about wheels on your car and gas in your tank? Okay, so our next uh, <laughs> thing here says this one. I'm uh, very excited from, about this next one. Do you have this one up? Right, you read it, Dan. No, I can't see okay. it because I only this one, see you have to do the last two. This one comes to us from Joey Cav uh, nine, and this one, when I saw this one pop up, I fe- felt like there's so many ways we can go with this one. It just says snow, snow. That's it, snow. Where were you, Chris? Yes. Snow. <laughs> there it was. We'll, we promise we'll rehearse there that. It It'll be better. Uh, um, that back. is great. We could talk about snow, like the different types of snow. What is good snow? What's bad snow? Is a light dusting uh, even worth it uh, if it's not going to actually build up? Uh, you know, how great are snowflakes? Uh, I mean, you could talk about snow for a while. There's only one snow that I really want to talk about when it comes to snow. What's that? And um, let me just, I feel like it's best if I, if I just go to a sound clip. And I'm not talking about us trying to harmonize again because I, I feel like we have okay. enough of that for one episode. Um, there's only one kind of snow that I think about when you just bring up the word snow and, and, and this, is, this is it. I mean, yes. When that you was, say snow, that was well played, Danny. <laughs> that that's what I think of. That was well. Played. I was obsessed with that song when I was I don't know ten or eleven years old, and I'm going to tell you right now, I still. I don't. Twenty-eight years later, could not tell you what in the world he is saying in that. The song. lyrics are. I have no clue. Do you, I see me like a blam. I'm gonna give them down. I'm gonna give them down. <laughs> do you, Chris? Uh, you were bobbing your head song. like you you love this song. Do you do you know the lyrics offhand? I know most of the lyrics. Yeah. Do you tell us what are the, what is he saying? Well, in a nutshell, it's about him calling out snitches that yes. led to him being incarcerated at one point yes so he's and it's a bunch of crazy stuff he says sure. informa you know say daddy me snow me i go blame that's what he's saying you didn't get that part <laughs> <laughs> i like you boom boom down detective man i say say daddy me snow me stab someone down the lane i like you boom yep. boom down again yeah, i uh, informer, you know, say daddy me snow me, I go blame. I lick you boom boom down. Detective man, I say, say daddy me snow me, stab someone down the lane. I lick you boom boom down. Ah, uh, yeah, that, that doesn't yeah, sound nearly as cool. You don't cool speak Padois? I, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Um, but uh, anyway, when you say snow, that's <laughs> that will always be what I think of. But in terms of, you know, I think it's hard for me as someone from California to like think about like what's good snow, like any snow for someone who grew up in Southern California is, is good snow. Trust me. There, are, there is bad snow. There really? is like wet snow. There is dirty snow. There is snow mixed with rocks. There is the worst kind of, 
uh, winter mixture, which uh, you guys probably both know, having lived in New York, when you, in New York, in the corners of the crosswalks is where a lot of water and snow uh, congregates. And yes. sometimes you'll look, and it looks like there's the flat uh, piece of cement, and you step on it, and it is, in fact, not cement. It is a puddle. And when you step in it, it is not a tiny puddle, but a, a three or four inch deep puddle of icy, dirty water. And then it goes over the top of your shoes. Your socks get soaked. It's uh, a true tragedy. Uh, and so, yeah, there is definitely bad, bad snow that can happen. Is that considered snow in that instance? Or is it, it just like street snow. street slush? Yeah, but that's when, melted snow. It's all coming from the same place. When you said, when you were describing like, there's there's bad snow, there's dirty snow, I was like, oh, this sounds like we're coming up with a new pop group like the Spice Girls. Um, but it's like the snow, the snow boys. We are dirty we got, snow. We're bad snow and dirty snow and rocky snow. <laughs> I'm baby snow. We are yellow um, snow. <laughs> um well that was that's the last one that i have on on my list i over love it here this has been so much fun um i was so looking forward We're glad to this that we got to check days. in yeah. with you guys yeah yeah we, we should check back in soon and we're not kidding like if you go if you all are down for a halfway to christmas party dasher day you dm us on instagram on twitter on facebook let us know if you're game and we will we'll plan that Right? Yeah. I love it. We'll play some music. We will uh, maybe so show some fun clips with a, a, a screen share, if you will. Ooh. Uh, and we'll all get together and kind of uh, anticipate Christmas together. So uh, if you like that, let us know. Make sure you uh, follow us on the socials. Make sure you keep that Christmas spirit alive. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Chris for uh, joining us here today. Uh, make sure you check out his podcast, Christmas Time in the City. Uh, and for Danny and Eric, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. And as we say on every episode of the Christmas Countdown Show, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We love you guys. Bye-bye. We'll see you later. You know, sippy David like and blam. I like a bum bum down. <laughs> <laughs> I like a Christmas down. <laughs>